0: Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Unapologetic Black Man podcast. I am your humble and gracious host, Primetime to God, and this is episode one. Now, this might be a little rough around the edges, as this is my very first podcast, but um, what we're going to speak on. We're going to talk about Joe Biden's racist comments that he made last week and the House Negroes that are defending him. Now, I'm not sure if many of you are paying attention to the political spectrum at the moment, but we are in an election year. So, of course, we have our two candidates, Joe the bigot Biden and Donald the racist Trump. Now, let's talk about Joe Biden's comments for a minute. So, Joe Biden was on the Breakfast Club being interviewed by Charlemagne the God. Yeah, I jacked his name. Um, Charlemagne asked Joe Biden about his black agenda and the 94 crime deal. And Joe Biden pretty much danced around the question, didn't really answer the question. He just pointed out little different things that he's done in the black community. Um watched the interview. It's a little it's a little too much to go into. But um he made a statement to say that you're not black if you don't vote for me. If you don't vote for me, you're not black. Um which caused quite controversy. Very, very bold statement for him to make when majority of your votes come from black people. Now, was I shocked by this comment? Not at all. But there's a lot of uninformed black people that were shocked by this and just couldn't believe it. Which goes to show you, nobody does research on any candidate. They basically just go off of who the media tells you who to vote for or who these so-called black misleaders. Yes, misleaders, because we don't have any black leaders. We have misleaders. I'll get to that as well. um, Who tell us who to vote for. Now, anybody know about Joe Biden? He's pretty much responsible for biden's law or the 94 crime bill which he had a hand in in creating um you can find his speech on from when he was talking trying to promote this bill and if you listen to the language you know he's talking about these people and you know they grew up in broken homes which i mean yeah he's talking to black people um there's no lie we have a high rate of broken homes and fatherless children. That is the truth. Um, So yes, he's talking about black people. It's no different than Hillary Clinton when she ran for president um, and her super predators comment came back up. Now, what I want to focus on is all these Negroes mainly celebrities, a lot of celebrities. I'm not gonna focus on the Negroes out here on the street that's living every day day, that's living amongst oppression and still wanna act like white supremacy does not exist. You know, there's a saying that uh, white people ignore white supremacy and black people play dumb right along with it. That's my statement on that. But as far as all these celebrities, because a lot of us hold these celebrities to a high standard. You know, especially our black ones. We feel like, you know, they made it out of the hood, they making money, this, that, and the third.
1: But what you also
0: have to look at is these celebrities, they're all about self preservation at the end of the day. Anything that they're willing to do to maintain their status and their money, they're willing to go along with it. Even if that means selling out their own people. Um, person in particular I want to focus on, D.L. Hughley. Now, D.L. Hughley, black comedian, to me was never funny in my opinion. Um, he posts a lot of things on his Instagram about racism and police brutality and things of this nature. But yet he made a comment basically saying he doesn't care about what Joe Biden said. He's more concerned about Trump not unveiling Obama's photo in the White House. Because that's more important, right? Um, black people... It's time to stop holding these celebrities to such a high standard. And it's time to start calling them out. It's time to start calling out a lot of these sellouts, a lot of these coons, a lot of these black misleaders that we have, because they are not for black empowerment. And that is my whole reason for not voting, is because not one candidate, is isn't doing anything to empower black people now they throw in there you know hbcus which HBC, hbcus have been co-opted by other groups and immigrants so they all of a sudden started doing things for hbcus because you have hispanics and white people and different other groups going to HBCUs, they talk about, um, you know, we uh, mass incarceration and, and um, prison reform. Again, that does not benefit black people at all. Um, that's not empowering them. Reparations is the way to empower them, point blank, period. Um, me and a a few other a large majority of codified black people are very strong minded when it comes to no reparations no black vote okay Um, you got a lot of people who had like who say things like well you gotta vote for somebody unless you want Four more years of Donald Trump. We can't afford to have four more years of Donald Trump. Man, listen here. Y'all willing to tell me, y'all are comparing eight years of Donald Trump being in office and basically saying that black people have been prosperous the last 400 years in America under white supremacy. That's That's basically what you're saying when you make that statement. Okay, because let's look at it from a scale because Joe Biden made a statement as well in the interview. Put my rec put my political record up against Donald Trump. Okay, let's do that. Okay. You've had 40 years plus of a political career where you have created laws and policies. That have been harmful and detrimental to black society as a whole okay compared to a few racist statements donald trump has made against the central park five um his racism towards you know housing when it comes to black people now I'm not saying one is better than the other but it's almost like biden is saying do you want your shit sandwich in gold, or do you want it in regular white bread? It's basically what, what he's saying. Um, and of course, you have again a lot of black people. It's the lesser of two evils. Um, Neely Fuller says white supremacy like to play both sides of the spectrum. That way, it guarantees its wins. And that's basically what is going on. We have to understand that the Democratic Party, as well as the Republican Party, but I'm focusing on the Democratic Party because black people vote majority Democrat, is they're not for us. Hate said, a lot of people, a lot of black people, um, don't want to face that fact because they looking for some white person to save them. And that's not how it works. Okay. You have to demand things. Just saying I'm just going to go vote and we'll figure it out later. It's not how it's done. Voting is a business transaction. This is what you're going to do for us when it's done and writing, and we have a signature, then we'll vote for you. There is no, we're going to vote for you, and we'll figure out the logistics after the fact. That's not how business works. Who goes to work for free and don't get a paycheck? When you go to work, you want something for for your job well done. When I go vote, I want something for my vote. That's what we need to be on. That's what being on code means. Everybody on the same page. We don't all have to get along and be united because I hear a lot of people, black people, say, well, black people need to be more united and we can just get together, get together and do what? I mean, really? Look at l- listen. To, listen to what I'm about to say. We were together on slave ships. We were together on plantation. Hell, we're together on in the prison system. So what are we going to get together and do? Like, that's literally just slave talk of of people who have no direction on what they want to do. So they need other people to get together. No, all you need is a small group of people such as myself and a few others that are on code. See, white people don't like white people. White people don't get along with each other, but they're on code. All you have to do is just see how they react to certain things. When it comes to police brutality, a lot of white people are on code. When they're silent, they're on code. They're not speaking about it. You have some that do speak about it to a certain extent, but again, they're playing both sides. So at the end of the day, I feel like this. If you're not voting for black empowerment and you're only voting just to get Trump out of office, to replace Trump with another white supremacist bigot like Joe Biden or any other candidate that does not have a black agenda specifically for us and is not speaking about black empowerment, I'm going to consider you a collaborator for white supremacy. Bottom line. Thank you.